Hello, and welcome to Edgeguard, taking a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and with me today is, uh, what was your name again? Uh, I'm Jordan. Uh, Jordan Pro. Gordon? You may have heard of me. Uh, no, that's, that's wrong. Um, I'm a little offended that you don't even know the name of your guest. Um, what, what kind of host are you? Um, a bad one. <laughs> I, I, I feel like there was no intention of lying to you that I am bad at this. <laughs> I like to be very no. upfront, sir. No, don't, don't, don't tell yourself that. You're a very skilled host. Oh, that's, you're too kind. Uh, um, maybe. Let's, let's talk about video games, Jordan. Not you know? Gordon. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about packing up the rest of your stuff on the last day at your old apartment. I know. What a, what a name for a game. <laughs> it's like, it's like, this is a philosophy for game naming. That's just like, what is this game about? <laughs> what do you do? That'll just be the name. And yep. this is a game where sure enough, you pack up the rest of your stuff on the last day at your old apartment. Yeah. So basically this game is like a first person game that takes place in a mostly empty apartment. And you, what you do is you pick up like the remaining objects in your room, put them in boxes, tape them up and then leave. <laughs> and, that, yes. and that's pretty much the whole thing. It's a very yes. simple game, but it I is. Will, yeah. I mean, it's I, surprisingly, uh, deep for how simple it seems. Um, yeah. And I, I will, I will admit this right away. This game struck a chord with me, uh, pretty, pretty deeply i i'm feeling really? this one yeah um <laughs> we can we can like kind of talk about like why i think that i liked it so much but uh this is one of the favorites of the games i played we're kind of like at the end oh, i was really? just like had a big dumb smile on my face yeah i like i said we can we can sort of talk about uh, i i mean the last I moment for me and maybe we'll we'll talk about that once we get there but the, mm. i also the like the last moment of this game was like weirdly touching i was like it's oh. really good <laughs> i was like why, why is this so charming i don't understand yeah, yeah would you, uh, it, it, anyway. like like seen from a distance this game seems like you're doing chores like i am cleaning up i'm putting things away that is the game um, but no, it was, it was really quite fun. Yeah. So let's sort of talk about before we get too much into like the specifics, let's talk, well, not the specifics, but sort of why we enjoyed it. Let's talk about like the actual mechanics of it, which is that you're basically in what I assume is your own bedroom. Uh, there's an iPod sitting on top of a guitar amplifier playing some music and mm -hmm. you, uh, just walk around the room, you pick up objects and they'll have like a little description that will usually say like, Oh, this, I got this plate here. Or I got this, uh, like, I think my favorite is the little, the little cactus that's called little pokey. And it's yeah, all like, pokey. I got this cactus. I forgot where it says where, and then it says like, it is named due to its size. It's like, oh, little pokey. I had to make sure to store little pokey vertically, you know, at the top of the box in case I needed to, you know, succulents. A little bit less uh, uh, management you have to do there, but, you know, you don't want them to die. This is the worst thing is for your succulents. Oh, well, that's to, very to thoughtful die. of you. I was like, uh, my, my strategy was like very utilitarian. I was like, how do I get all the things in the boxes? Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so you can basically, you, you pick up objects and you can either, you can kind of just set them back down 
or you can go over to there are several cardboard boxes around and you can just kind of set the object in there and you sort of it sort of becomes like resident evil 4 briefcase like you have to try and like rotate the objects and try and get them all to fit or you can take them over to the trash bag and donate them wait Uh, what you didn't know that no i thought the whole oh i didn't know what the point of the trash oh my god so you don't have to get everything in there no that's that's actually one of my favorite things about this game like little detail is uh you can like take them over to the trash bag and it says like uh donate so it's kind of like i don't know i mean it's the thing you do when you actually move it's like how much of this stuff do i want to keep and how much of it am i going to like send to goodwill and it's like a calculus of nostalgia of it's just like (laughs) all right does this thing have sentimental value? No. Is it actually huh. useful? Also, no. Should I, I guess I should give it to Goodwill instead yeah. of throwing it away. Um, that was one of my favorite things is that it's there's like there's an option there. Um, oh man, I think I uh, I may have um, approached this. I may have like over gamified this game because as soon yeah. as I realized that there wasn't or well, there is enough room in all the boxes to keep everything, mm-hmm. but it's very difficult to fit everything in the boxes. Mm-hmm. So I was immediately like, ah, okay. So it's like a, it's like a game of, um, like moving Tetris. Mm, uh, I see. and I, I immediately started playing it that way. I didn't, I didn't realize that there was like a, a little bit of like, I like the way you put it. Like, um, like you have to make a little bit of calculus about nostalgia. Yeah, it's that I think that's one of the reasons this game kind of hit hard for me was that feeling that you get when you move. So so to be to be clear or sort of for some context, since I graduated from high school, you know, a little over four years ago, I have moved nine different times. Nine. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is way too many for (laughs) a person who's 22 years old to have moved you know, I mean, and that's only since college. I guess I moved once when I was a little kid, but but nine times. Damn, so that's a lot I've, of times. Yeah, so I've been through this process many times, and it, it, so like it was very familiar. And it, I don't know, it's sort of like when you've moved enough times, you you learn to hate it, but there are parts of it that are weirdly warm and fuzzy. So it's like kind of weird that a game that's like about something that I don't like to do and have been trying to avoid as much as possible uh-huh. is like made me feel warm and fuzzy and nostalgic about moving. Yeah. But really it's because when you're packing up your stuff, you're, you're like, you're sort of by the nature of it. You're like forced to pick up and look at like every item you own and be like, yeah, it's true. In like a, I, a degree of like, um, uh, like intimacy with your objects that you don't experience very often. I have I have a huge closet full of crap. It's like the yeah. only time I will look at some of that is if I'm cleaning my home or moving. Yeah, and a lot of the time it's like, oh man, I haven't used this as long as I've lived here. I forgot I owned it. It's still in the box it was in when I moved here. Yeah, I should yeah. throw it away. Uh-huh. But then there's always that little thing of like, oh, but like I did get this like freshman year. So and so gave this to yeah, me for my yeah. birthday, and it was like really funny and sweet of them. And man, I haven't talked to them in three years since freshman year. Sure, I sure would love to see them. And like, I don't yeah. know, this game like distilled is so evocative of that feeling. Uh, mm-hmm. that I couldn't help but, you know, just really enjoy yeah. it. And e- each time you pick up an object, it does give you a little, uh, a short little description of, like, 
it, it's almost like your your character is doing that that thing that you just described, like picking up the object, like oh yeah, this was from so and so moment of my life. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's like there's like a band poster that you take off the wall, and the description is like, yeah, I don't really listen to this band anymore, but the poster still looks really cool. Yeah, and I mean, I think one of the reasons or something that this game does really well is like normally when you're moving, you feel like nostalgic about things because you remember them and you're having your own memories, but you don't have any memories of this game because you didn't yeah. live in this apartment and these mm-hmm. aren't your actual things. So I think it is, works surprisingly well, just like those little descriptions. None of them are very long. They're all like a paragraph, like even a sentence, most of them. Yeah. And and yet you still have this feeling of like, oh, I've got to take care of this little cactus because instead mm-hmm. of going up to it and it saying cactus, it says little pokey and it tells me why I've named it little pokey, you know? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I feel like this game has a lot of like little tiny personal touches that mm-hmm. really make it work for me. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Even though I decided to... um <laughs> or not really decided, even though I assumed that I had to fit everything in the boxes. Um, I still was like reading those descriptions and being like, oh man, this this is important. I really have to find a way to fit this in, even though like I assumed that you had to fit everything in anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, you know, that's sort of a weird dynamic um, that you get in a lot of video games where like the, the character you're controlling uh you know, necessarily knows more than you, the player does, but mm-hmm. because you're controlling them, you're in like this weird mental space where it's like, well, I'm doing it, but what would they be doing? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Like I feel that way about gone home, which is another game that's sort of about like exploring a domestic space. And it's like in, in that game, you are ostensibly someone who knows all the inhabitants of these, uh, of this home, even though you've never, your character's never lived there because, uh, well, they're your family, but mm. it's like, you're in this weird place where you're, you're walking through as a player, not knowing these people at all and learning this stuff for the first time. Uh, even though your character should know these things. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, like a classic, especially with like immersive Sims, which gone home doesn't quite fit it but something like deus ex or dishonored where it's Mm -hmm. about like going in this space that is very lived in and everything's interactable but yours a big part of it is exploring it and getting to know why things are in the way they are in the place they are like just so um but yeah i think this game does a great job and actually the way that uh i came upon this game is because one of the creators have gone home uh steve gainer uh yeah, has like yep. talked up this game on on twitter several times uh and so i finally uh decided you know we should play this and also really quickly before we move on i forgot to say this is by turn follow uh which oh, yeah. is primarily carter lodwick and ian ensley but then they had some additional help with like uh additional modeling by Dan Kelly and Brian Slattery and then music by Scott Archer, um, which, uh, I mentioned music last because, uh, I also wanted to say like in one of the ways that this game felt like it was made for me is that I thought the music was super good and like fit perfectly to my taste. It's like instrumental, like hip hop beats and, Hmm. uh, it just like I don't know. It reminded me of many times when I moved. That's my speakers are often the last thing that I pack up because. Yes, in fact, it was the last thing that I packed up too for that same reason. 
Yeah, because I have like the music out and playing. And actually, while I was playing this game, I was so sad. I had to donate the iPod because I had already packed up all the boxes and moved them into the hall before I realized that you had to pack up the the MP3 player. Oh no! Uh, uh, I imagine that would be like uh, like it'd be a little like sad, even though you know it's yeah. virtual and you know that it's not actually destroying a yeah. Um, mp3 player in the real world it's kind of like no <laughs> yeah well i the thing that made me feel better as it is you know some kid in virtual chicago is gonna get that mp3 player from the uh from the you know the goodwill and he's gonna have some <laughs> some sweet beats to deal with so that was carry on the legacy <laughs> i wonder um so i have a a wild theory i'm just gonna throw out there mm. uh, so I'm, I'm looking at the music so on the uh, itch.io page for turn follow um, they've got a list of all the music used in the game, and mm-hmm. one of them is the eShop theme from Nintendo. And I looked it up, and it's not the the Wii one that mm-hmm. I always get stuck in my head. It's the one from the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if like, wouldn't it be wild if like all the music was from past? video games no it doesn't look at this other no stuff. i think i think i think what the the list is because there are only actually four well there are five songs there are the four songs that play on your head are on your little ipod in a loop and then the song that yep, plays at the yep. end so i'm pretty sure based on because i read those as well in the and the readme that comes with the game uh it says mm-hmm. musical references so i think that those are samples that were used in the making oh, and of it's the instrumental music. Oh, yeah, because it yeah. does say music by Scott Archer. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I think Scott Archer is, you know, sampling the songs that are sort yeah, of listed yeah. there to make the little beats, um, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty cool. Um, what, huh. what next? What to talk about next? Yeah, I mean, so what I was... Yeah, um, I wonder to what degree this is like... Uh, a real moment from one of the creators' lives because mm-hmm. uh, um, you mentioned to me that one of them or both of them are from Chicago. Uh, um, yeah, so this game takes place in Chicago. If you read, I'm not yes, sure if you it read does the take remake. In, yes, so that's what I was looking at. Yeah, uh, it says it's a hot, hot August 31st in Chicago. You've got both fans going on you. The bare mattress feels so cool in your back. A train rumbles by. At least you won't have to do this again for another year, and it will be fall soon. Um, so I wonder if this is like a, a recreation of one of the times in the creators' lives that they've had to move. So I actually think that's right because it, they have a special thanks in the credits and they mention it seems like the two guys that did most of the work were roommates and they say to our uh, roommates special thanks. So I'm curious gotcha. if like I'm thinking that maybe this place is even like built after a place where they lived. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you look out the window, so I live in Chicago, as you as you may know, and uh, you look out the window, um, the train is like a, it's like on an elevated track, mm-hmm. which is um, that that's a very Chicago thing, uh, and I, I mean, just that 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 sort of like view, like a, a third story apartment overlooking the L. That's mm-hmm. the name of the the train, the train. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, is like it feels like it could totally be a specific place maybe in like um 
what's that one neighborhood? Wicker Park or something. Yeah. I'm curious. I guess uh, maybe the developers will chime in and let us know uh, once once this one's out there. But I, I kind of got the feeling that this was like actually had some basis in reality and even if it even if it isn't it's like well executed enough to be convincing that it that yeah. it would be um yeah. so although i mean the stuff you're packing up is a little um i mean I, I guess the implication is that most of your stuff's already been packed up but it's just mm-hmm. such a weird like eclectic a jumble of junk like mm-hmm. i don't think you pack up any clothes um, uh-uh. except for the boots i guess yeah the boots well, I think I think that's one of the things I liked about it is it is like those last few things you pack because some of it is very intentional. Like you pack up the the iPod. I keep saying iPod and MP3 player. It's an AUG player, to be to be clear. You got to have those sweet AUG Vorbis files, which like I'm now made me curious how old these guys are because like I didn't I don't think AUG players are still kicking around. Maybe they are. Anyway, um, but you 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 pack up the music player last. And that's mm-hmm. like real life. But then also there's like a thing of sugar and a thing of salt. And yeah. that, I don't know. That kind of felt like if you read the descriptions, they're like, no one else wanted this. So I guess it's mine. So it seems like that's why it's there last because everyone cleared out their everyone cabinet. Everyone else has already moved. Yeah, everyone, that makes sense. Or even you cleared out your cabinet and you didn't take that because you didn't think it was yours. But then no one else took it. So you're like, well, I might as well take it. I'm in college, man. I mean, I, I can't be buying yeah, all this sugar. <laughs> It'd be wasteful to get rid of it. I'm not what do you yeah. think I am, Doctor Moneybags? I'm not. <laughs> not <laughs> it doesn't grow on trees, man. Gotta save the sugar. <laughs> um, but actually, that that sort of brings me to uh, another point that I wanted to talk about, which is that this game it doesn't explicitly say it, but I'm like my assumption is that it it takes place that the characters are all college age. Uh, yeah, I was actually just gonna ask you about that. Um, that seems plausible college age or like early 20s because mm-hmm. um, just like the sort of like small apartment roommates lots of random junk mm-hmm. uh i don't know it feels very early 20s yeah and like in the in the description you read it says at least you won't have to do this again for another year which felt like oh yeah that's true that's we're gonna live college. here for this school year and then we're gonna move somewhere else um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, a lot of this stuff, like I mentioned that poster where it says like, I'm not really into this band anymore. It kind of feels like I was into this band in high school and I bought their poster and I still have it hanging up here, even though I don't really listen to them anymore. Cause like, I don't know, at least for me, like the first, I mean, all of college really, but the first year, especially is like a big transition. You, you change a lot as a person in that year. If you, when you like go off to college and, uh, if you're like me, you like go live in the dorms and you meet a bunch of random people and I don't know, you yeah, learn yeah. a lot about yourself because it's the first time you're really allowed or for a lot of people that you're really like being an adult in your own right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you, I don't know. you know, an- another bit of evidence that this is plausibly college age, this mysterious character you play as is that, uh, all the posters are unframed, right? That's mm-hmm. very like, <laughs> I feel like having a, posters just straight up taped to your wall is a very like yeah uh college age thing to do you know yeah definitely i, have, I did like, that yeah freshman and, and, year. and then i grew up and i put them in uh, frames 
<laughs> See, I just threw mine away because I moved too much and I got sick of <laughs> packing them up and like not letting them get crumpled. Because I, I bought them all at the poster fair freshman year and I was all yeah. excited and I bought that s- stupid like clay shit that you like put on the corners. Oh, and then yeah, they, that, like, and then they would, Yeah, and then I would leave my window open and the wind would blow them down. My Daft Punk poster got ripped in half. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, Although I, I guess if I'm being totally honest with myself, for most of college, my walls were either bare or had one poster on them. Yeah, I at, mean, at most, my my walls are bare right now. Uh, I think moving as many times as I have, it's like I said, I just like yeah, I've fucked up too many posters while moving that I'm just like, you know what? Wait till I'm gonna live somewhere for more than nine <laughs> months. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm always like. Uh, Whenever I move, I try to like donate, sell, or throw away as much stuff as I as I possibly can. And so, since I've moved so much in the past like five years, it's just inevitably been the case that I have not accrued very many items. Yeah, which is actually something that I kind of wanted to talk to you about as well. Is like, so we talked about sort of the nostalgia calculus, but it's like. It's also a lot about like the amount of work you want to do because since moving is such a pain in the ass, it's like, well, I don't want to bring all this shit with me because it's just going to be work and I'm going to have to mm-hmm. pack it up again eventually. But then you, you, you again have that like the stupid like nostalgia pulling at you to be like, hey, man, I don't know. Maybe you need this bicycle. It's like, no, I don't need yeah. that bicycle. That bicycle only has one wheel. doesn't work. <laughs> it's a shitty bicycle in the first place. I got it for $20. But it's like, yeah, man, yeah. but but remember that time you rode drunkenly to your friend's house on that bicycle? What, a, what a time. <laughs> so yeah, that is one thing that's really interesting that I totally missed because I didn't realize that the, uh, donation bag was functional. Mm-hmm. Um, is it seems like at least the description of your playing the game, mm-hmm. uh, that, that when you play the game and you, you know that you can donate things, even though it sort of feels like the game is, it's like work in that you're kind of just packing stuff up, moving stuff. It's not like crazy, uh, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you do have, even though you have no personal connection to these objects, um, you don't want to just throw all 32 of them away. Mm-mm. Um, even though you could, right? Like there's no reason yeah. you can just put them all in there then tape up the boxes and leave. Yeah. You probably could do that. Um, that would also be the most boring way to play the game, though. Like, yeah, definitely. I want to. I want to see what all these objects are about. That's the speed run, right? <laughs> the speed run. Yeah. What's the record? Away. Two minutes. Yeah. One, one minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's actually a good point because, like, I feel like a lot of this, since you haven't lived in this space and these aren't your things, it's a lot of like you're feeling nostalgia for someone else. Yeah. Uh, and so, or like I think, for the objects themselves, like there's yeah. something about a lot of these objects. I mean, some of them are kind of banal, like the boots, and it's like they wouldn't be special to just anyone. But some mm. of them are just kind of peculiar enough that just like by virtue of their strangeness, you're like, what? I don't yeah. want to throw this away. What's this little pokey thing? <laughs> yeah, and I think maybe that's something that makes it so endearing is like I feel that this game has a really strong sense of like attention to detail like yeah. there's like little little bits about everything that like make them feel alive like even those boots you mentioned them being one of the things you don't care about but both the left boot and the right boot you have to pick them up independently separately yeah and they have uh different descriptions and like one of them talks about like little purple rocks in them and you like kind of think like yeah, i bet you yeah, if i, I if i were this person i would 
remember where I went, that there were these little purple rocks that, you know, get got stuck in your shoes and you tracked them into the car and so-and-so was mad because they hate yeah. having rocks in their car. You know, it's just like there are little tiny details like that. And like the mm-hmm. way the walls have like cr- cracks and scuffs and there's even like in the corner of your room there's that thing wherein like moisture builds up and the wallpaper or the paint starts to like peel a little bit and so it kind of like i don't know it's just so good at using those like tiny details to evoke the kind of place that you live in college especially in a big city like chicago like uh i feel like you you've probably lived i mean you've only lived two places there right but I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure you've, they're probably similar. I mean, I've even in Salt Lake where I am, I've lived in an older house that has, you know, similar problems and the scuffs on the wall. And it's like, well, they're renting yeah. it to college kids. So they're not going to paint over the scuffs on the wall every time nope. because <laughs> it's just not cost effective. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think detail is definitely one of the big interests of this, uh, this game, like finding what, what like can be emotionally charged in, in like the minute, the everyday, the the kind of banal facts of a, a living space. Yeah, absolutely. So um, sort of after you've packed up everything in the bedroom that you're in, at first the door is shut, but then once you've packed up, it has a little counter that says like uh, how many out of the 32 items you have packed up. Yep. And once you've packed yep. them up all and moved them into the hall, then the doorway opens and you can actually go and explore the rest of the apartment. And it's, totally empty and yeah. actually i wanted to bring this up because it was one of my favorite little details is that it is uh like at the start of the game you can tell by sort of the color of the light outside that it's like late afternoon yeah, and then and it, and when you evening, move into the right? hallway when you move into the hallway it becomes evening and that's just like mm-hmm. so much of like i've been moving all day it's saturday i like we had to move on saturday because that's when our friends could help us that's when we could borrow yeah. victor's truck <laughs> to move our stuff and like it's finally the evening i'm the last one here but like we're moving everything out but then you just sort of have as much time as you want to like wander around this empty apartment that you didn't live in but uh your character did and you like wander into the kitchen and see everything in there and go into mm-hmm. each of the bedrooms and I don't know it like that specifically was like a big thing of like the places I've lived. I mean, I feel like in college, even though you live everywhere for such a short time, uh, most of the time, you know, just nine months or a year, maybe two, the, the experiences you have in college, you know, like be it studying your ass off or like working on a bunch of homework for a really hard class or just like beyond those classes going and like drinking a bunch of like a 30 rack of beer with your friends. And it's like five (laughs) of you. I mean, I personally, it reminded me of like, uh, so that house that you used to live in the last house you lived in before you moved away from salt Lake was like a, Uh, a, yeah, yeah. A great house. And, uh, earlier this summer, at, you were already gone, but then the so, sort of our other friends had moved in. So it's sort of been within our friend group, you know, different people mm-hmm. moving in and out for a couple of years. And then yeah. the the owners decided to sell it. So uh, this summer we had to pack up everything and leave. And it was like, it was really sad because we had just like, just thinking about all the memories we had in that house, all the parties we had. Yeah. Dude, I had that experience like from a distance, even though I don't even live here anymore. I already had a moment of like sadness moving out of that house. And then you guys told me that it was being sold and I had like 
you know, a thousand miles away. I was like, oh no. Yeah, it was not, like not and, the house. And and this game really captured that. Even though I didn't live in this house, it's like walking through, be like, well, this is where the couch used to be, where Jordan yeah. and I sat and watched Jordan play Mass Effect Two for like four uh, hours one night, just because uh, I loved that game and wanted to see him experience it. And like, I don't know, oh, just. Dude. And yeah, now dude. it's the thing that's so weird. The house. Yeah. That house Redondo. What a great house. <laughs> what a house. Uh, and it's, it's so weird because I, I live only a few blocks away. So I still walk by and it's so weird. Cause it has that big window, you know, into the living room and I can yeah, look in yeah. and see, and like, they don't have the TV in there. That's like totally arranged differently. Yeah, and and they just, painted the walls, didn't they? Yeah. It's so weird. Ugh, but so this, bizarre. So this is like what I'm saying about one of the things that made this game like so affecting for me is like I'm walking around in this space and I've never mm-hmm. lived there, but it's still like reminding me of that feeling of like the last time I was in that house when we're like vacuuming and mopping the disgusting stain on the floor. We just threw away the rug because it had so much beer spilled on it that it was like, <laughs> no one wants this rug. No one. Uh. Um and then even like that apartment building that I lived in, uh, you know, back a couple years ago with that great view, yeah, you know, leaving yeah. that for the last time, it's just like <sighs> parts of parts of living here were terrible, but man, like the memories you make while you live there is, ah, they yeah. stick with you, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And this uh, game, oh, captures it so well. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, yeah like i I remember when i was like walking down the stairs like the music kind of changes and uh the credits are written on the wall and i was like oh man this is i had like a a moment of like sadness yeah i'm leaving this apartment i don't even live here it's not real yeah that ending is so good because like basically you move everything to the hall then you're allowed to walk around and then you can go and there's like a stairwell and the last thing that's there is the fan which is also i should add the first thing you're looking at when you start the game is you're looking yes. out the window with yep. a box fan blowing it on you which is a setup i have had at that apartment building i had the box fan in the window on the <laughs> anyway um and you have the box, I have fan, a box it, fan in the window right now yeah and it just says last thing and you click it and you pick it up and then uh, you're just like walking down this stairwell and as you walk like yeah. the the credits are written on the wall and it starts playing this like little sort of like indie song i actually read it down it's called broken screen by Rocketbot. it's the only song that's not by scott archer in the game and you just kind of like oh it's it's such a good moment it's like kind of mm-hmm. a fun little song and it has like that feeling of like oh these are my friends in college and they're like in a little band they don't have a record deal but like this song is like good and we play it not just because they're our friends but because it's a good song like it has that sort Mm. of like indie garage sound to it and man Uh. and i like i don't know i walked to the bottom of the stairs i was like taking my time and then i just sat at the bottom like letting the rest of the song play out before walking out the door Uh, that moment was just so good yeah it was really good um well i guess the only thing we haven't really talked about this game is the like the closest thing to a mechanical challenge it has, which is like seeing what you can pack in the boxes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess maybe this was probably a little bit different from, for you than me, since I was, you know, I made a challenge out of uh, trying to get everything into all three of the boxes, filling them um, with all 32 of the items. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you, what did you think of that? Uh, How many of the items did you, did you end up keeping? So I, I'm glad that you that you brought that up because I was like very strongly considering going back in 
and doing a playthrough where I tried to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I felt like such a sense of like completeness once I finished it that I like didn't really want to jump right back in. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I you know i i think part of it was me like testing out like how everything worked so like mm-hmm. putting giving stuff to goodwill um i think in general i tried to keep as much stuff as possible i think i got rid of like that big pillow because it just took up a lot of space it and took i like so much space and it was like kind of gaudy looking and i was just mm-hmm. like all right you know this is like we can move on from the pillow <laughs> um i made sure to keep both of the plants and like I mentioned, it's like, it's like you're the, you're the friend or the parent who's helping them move and you're like, okay, okay, you don't need this. Listen, honey. And it takes is, too much space. We don't need it. It's really tacky. Like it's not even a good pillow. Like, let's, <laughs> come on. We don't, you don't need this. Uh, but, but yeah, um, I think I, I probably got like 25 between 25 and like mm-hmm. 30 of the items that I kept. And then there were just like a, a handful yeah. of the little things. I mean, um, how how much time did you spend like actually trying to make everything fit in the boxes? Was it was it actually pretty tough? Um, it was. I think I had to try three times. Well, maybe four times. Uh, mm-hmm. But the last time I only had to move a few things. So like the first time I packed it all up, I got all but six, and I had to. Mm-hmm. I just unpacked everything, tried again, mm-hmm. and I got all but five. And I was like, okay. And I actually like really thought about it this next time, and I got like mm-hmm. all but all but two or three, and I just moved a couple things and then got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it took a while. It probably took me like. 30 or 40 minutes which i now see it says the game takes about 15, 15 to 20, 20 minutes and i'm like oh, okay so i i played it wrong but you didn't play it wrong uh, you played it one of the many ways that it can be played it's true um i'm not sure um like there may have been a better way to do it than i did but i'm not sure if you noticed but if you really like with the wiggle the stuff in the boxes around mm-hmm. the, some of the like geometry of the items will be oh, weird sure. and they'll get, they'll get stacked on on top of each other in ways that are impossible or like, like the lamp will go through the Mm -hmm. pot or something. And that's how I packed it all by doing that. And then also one of the boxes was blatantly filled over the top. Like I put the, yes, the, the plunger handle (laughs) in, um, in Mm -hmm. one of the, one of the boxes like last mm-hmm. and then it still let me tape up the box even though there was a, a handle, handle sticking thing, a foot yeah. out of the way i yeah so. i forgot about the plunger handle that is that's one that i donated is the that's broken fair. plunger which is wait, another wait, wait 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 you donated the handle but not the plunger no base? i don't i donated them both <laughs> okay but, good. yeah but that's like another great detail of that game of like you go to pick up the plunger and when you grab it the handle pulls out of the yeah like, yeah yeah the suction cup <laughs> that part. was good i like and that you're, a lot. and you have to like grab them both separately just, I don't yeah. know, it's just the little thing. I feel like this game is, like, really personal and, like, handcrafted in a way. Like, yeah, sure, all great games are handcrafted other than ones that are, like, super procedural. But I feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know, there's just, like, so much personality and, like, I don't want to say, like, soul, but kind of soul packed in this game. I mean, it's a similar yeah. feeling I had with, like, Gone Home or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, where when you finish it, yeah. it's like, yeah, this, this game, like the specific factors of this game have a very personal feeling to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of the, um, I just remembered, I'm, I keep remembering like some of the objects and, uh, some of them are like really personal and some of them are just like, why is this a thing? Do you mm-hmm. remember the avocado? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did you do with the avocado? Uh, I, I kept the avocado. Uh, good yeah i put all the uh, food related stuff in like that kind of smaller box by the bookshelf uh, oh yeah 
yeah put like the pot in the plates and the and like the sugar and salt and the avocado but i did like the avocado description it's probably still good it's not hard but it isn't soft <laughs> it's like uh, what a uh, great classic what a great yeah i put the avocado in the tiniest box like the shoe box mm. with the uh the mugs basically everything the, the so th- you, you notice when you're, pa- I'm not sure if you notice this, but when mm-hmm. you're packing the objects up, a lot of the things have like a, a regular geometry. So like the, uh, the shoebox has like two by three mm-hmm. units yeah, sure, that it sure. can fit. So like the avocado was the same size as a mug, was the mm. same size as a, yes I forget what else was the same size as them. And then like the sugar packet was like exactly the same size as two mugs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind of in a, I mean, I already made the resident evil four comparison, but it's like the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Like your mm-hmm. inventory is split into like discrete units and everything yes. fits in like one or two mm-hmm. or however many. Yeah. Um, which I think is another thing that sort of like mimics these like kind of weird pleasures of moving, um, mm-hmm. which is that, uh, I, I don't feel this way as much as some people, but I know I know a lot of people like when you're trying to fit something in a box, it really does become a game like challenge to see how sure. like how Tetrisy you can fit um, things in a box or how Tetrisy you can fit the boxes in the moving truck. Yeah, um, I, I feel that way when I'm packing my books. I get mm. really really yeah, satisfied so all filling every sizes of books. Yeah, yeah, that's actually. Crevice. It's actually funny you mentioned that because like earlier this summer I was helping my sister move and she was moving cross country. Uh, but instead of driving a full moving truck, they got like those little pod things that basically you, you fill them up and then U haul comes and ships them across the country and stores them. Uh Um, and the, they had brought two to my parents' house where we were like moving all the stuff because she has, way more stuff than uh, a 24 year old woman should have. <laughs> I, why does she have so own so many things? Uh, you know, if I can say there's one benefit for moving nine times during college is you don't accrue as much shit as my sister has. Yeah. She didn't move very many times <laughs> no, at all. No, but my dad and I were up until 1130 because it was going to cost twice as much if she had to do two. But if we didn't fill the second one, then they would just come pick it up and take it back and she would get uh, reimbursed uh, like oh. the down payment and stuff. So my dad and I like managed to make it all fit in one <laughs> unit. And it was like, yes. And like, I'm also a person that absolutely loves Tetris. Tetris is like one of my all time favorite games. It's like soothing to my brain in a way that is indescribable. Like playing oh, Tetris really? just makes me calm. Yeah. When I was in high school, I would play Tetris every single night before I went to bed. <laughs> like I would just like pull out yeah. my Nintendo DS <laughs> that I didn't use for anything other than Tetris. And I would just play Tetris for, you know, 20 or 30 minutes did, um, did the game provide any of that? I mean, it seemed like when you were playing this game, you were much more focused on the like, uh, like micro narrative appeal of mm-hmm. the, the like stories behind the objects. Yeah. Did you find any of the like, like uh, Tetris? Uh, isn't there a name for that? The like feeling of pleasure that you get when things fit perfectly. I feel oh, like there's a name for that. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. is. Uh, that sounds like something. Um, I don't yeah. know what it is, but um, did you get any of that though? I mean, there was, so like the small shoe box that you were talking about, uh, mm-hmm. how you loaded it up. So I loaded that with, I put the, uh, the CD rack 
in that sideways and then three mugs oh, along the top. So yeah, that was like yeah. a very satisfying little, like yeah. everything fit perfectly. I felt like I was using the space, but then, <laughs> uh, but then I did what I would normally do in a move where the first box I pack up is very neat and organized. And then I get lazy or get sick of moving stuff. And then I just throw shit in a box. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that is why it didn't work the first time I tried and I had to repack everything. Sure. Yeah. Well, with that, I mean, is there anything else you have to say about this game or that you really wanted to um, mention? Well, I guess just the last thing I would say is it would be interesting if it wasn't possible to fit mm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like it forced you to pick. And, you know, yeah. maybe I actually... Like looking at the boxes, they were clearly overflowed, and I wonder if it was actually a, a bug that I was able to fit everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, but if, if if they had designed it so everything did not fit, mm-hmm. that would be an interesting design choice. To like, it's like uh, forcing you to make the yeah the yeah, calculations that, you have to make of moving. I'm not sure if that is a design choice or not, or if they just intentionally made it hard to fit everything. Yeah, I think possible. I think it might have been just like that they intentionally made it harder so that you know, it's taking more time than most people would like want to spend on it perhaps. Yeah. But, um, okay. Yeah. I guess the the only note I had down, uh, that I haven't talked about that I wanted to talk about before we, um, mention what game we're playing next week is, uh, I really liked even, even the, uh, like the control descriptions had, a had personality uh for moving left and right it doesn't just say like move left move right yes, it says amble, amble left, left and dance, dance right right yeah <laughs> yeah like i don't know just uh, it's just another one of the one first of things i did touches. when i played the game is i saw those those things and i was like if i press d is my character <laughs> I I, gonna dance i thought my character was gonna like bob up and down a little bit maybe <laughs> oh yeah that'd be funny dance yeah. along those sweet beats i mean i think I don't know if you noticed this, but W walk forward, S step back, mm-hmm. A amble left, D oh, dance right. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how clever. Uh, yes. See, yes. those those little touches that really. <laughs> yeah. My, my first thought was that it was supposed to be like a, a reference to the fact that when you're moving, you put on the music and you're kind of like dancing a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, there you go. Um, well, with that. Anyways, um, yes, with that, we can say what our game for next week is, which is a game from the indie developer Memory of God called Where the Goats Are, um, which is described as a slow paced meditative game about life and raising goats. Mm. Um, and I think it, it should be a fun uh, game. It's got some, uh, it's been reviewed on Waypoint and Rock Paper Shotgun and got a. Okay. A good review from both of those. So I think that should be fun. Um, it says it takes about an hour to play. You can find that on itch.io, uh, memoryofgod.itch.io, slash where the goats are with a dash between each of the each of the words. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you don't feel like Googling, I'll be uh, tweeting out a link uh, yes. to that game uh, sometime in the in the next week. So be, fur to, be sure to follow us at uh, edgeguardcast on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. then you can uh, you know go ahead download it and play along with us yep we will talk about that game next week uh, talk to you all later <laughs> <laughs>